not going down just because of something some stupid adults are doing. Mobile suits. Monday, Monday. Camille's a man's name, and I'm a man! Uh, no carrots, please. Mobile suit? Roger that. Mobile suit. Mobile suit. Change. Although all enemies were defeated, Earth did not change one bit! The commander! <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> every other day, every other day, every other day of the week is fine! You're a soldier here, aren't you? If you want to be more than just a grunt, you better learn to see the whole picture. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I'm the enemy, you idiot! Miss Matilda! Hey guys, welcome back to another sparkle tastic uh quest pariah curb stomperific episode of fan holes mobile suit mondays hey guys what's going on this is derek derek wc i'm gonna be one of your hosts tonight and i am not alone i am joined by two count them two of my former Neozeon Remnants. Why don't you guys give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Char Senpai, so cool. It's Mike. Zion. This is Justin. Yeah, so we decided to get together. We wanted to discuss something that was hopefully a little short and sweet. So tonight we are discussing a original net animation series that is titled Mobile Suit Gundam Twilight Access. And that was actually released by Sunrise on June 23rd, 2017 to September 1st, 2017. So they, I think they were like three-minute shorts. And then they made a compilation of all the shorts... And that was released into theaters on November 18th, 2017, and that was titled Mobile Suit Gundam Twilight Access Red Trace. So basically, that's what we're talking about tonight. I just kind of cobbled together a, a brief, the briefest of brief synopses from the Gundam Wiki and Wikipedia. Set months after the events of Mobile Zoo Gundam Unicorn, the story focuses on two former Principality of Xeon remnants who worked under the direct supervision of Shar Aznable, former weapons developer Arlette Almage, and former test pilot Danton Heileg. Both of them are hired by the Earth Federation Forces research team to investigate part of the shattered asteroid Axis, which is drifting in the Earth's sphere. But upon their arrival, they encounter a cyber new type, Quentin Fermo, who pilots the mysterious mobile suit, the RX-78 AN-01 Gundam Tristan, and attacks them. 
As the fighting escalates, Arlette, following a secret agenda of her own, makes her way to the wreckage of the Sazabi that lies abandoned on the surface of Axis. And that, hopefully, is the short, sweet synopsis of Twilight, Axis, Red Trace. And given that it's, you know, a 26-episode thing, I, I was kind of wondering, and this I didn't have time to look up, or maybe I, I, I didn't care, but I, I imagine this was packaged with something else in the theater. Like, it was like, you know, there, there was some other big movie that was attached to it, so they, they had, you know, more than just, you know, a $17 movie ticket and 26 minutes of content. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess you'd have to ask somebody who saw it in the theater. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, I guess this is what it is. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of a, a short compilation of a bunch of web shorts. I know, I think Mike was the one who suggested we do this. Why don't you let everybody know kind of how you watch this and, like, kind of maybe what your, what your immediate thoughts on it are. Well, I, I saw, like, a trailer or some kind of advertisement for it back in, like, 2017 when it first, like, was released. And they said it was going to be, like, an online, you know, like, web series or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, so then I waited for, like, I think someone's either fan-subbed the first, like, installment or maybe Gundam Info put it up on their YouTube page. And I watched it. And, like, it was only three minutes long, you know, and it was English-subbed and, like... I, I, I made this joke to you guys before about it, but I kind of like, you know that scene in The Simpsons where like Homer pays to have like that really pretentious like Mr. Plow like commercial made for him? And like after it airs, like Lisa's like, Dad, was that your commercial? And Homer's like, I don't know. So like that that's kind of how I felt when I watched the first like installment of Twilight Axis where I was kind of like, you know, Mike, was that your Gundam show? Like, I don't know. Like... Like, so, like I said, it was only three minutes, and then, like, since, like, I was so, like, kind of flummoxed by it, because I, maybe I, I thought it was supposed to be, like, a full, like, 20-minute episode, like, every, you know, whenever, how, however long they released it, but, like, I, I just forgot about it after that, like, and then maybe, like, last year or two years ago, like, I noticed someone had collected all of them like subbed on youtube and so i watched the full thing and i was like oh yeah that was only like 20 something minutes total like and i was kind of like you know it's a, it, i was like yeah it was, you know, it was okay like you know i wasn't like it, i wasn't like blown away by it but it, like i mean it's it's typical it's typical this this century gundam stuff that takes place in latter day like uc where I don't know, like, I think we've talked about this before when we talked about the origin and, like, you know, stuff like Unicorn and stuff like that. Like, they tend to, like, romanticize the Xeon a lot, like, you know, like, yeah. in later day stuff yeah. where it's, like, you know, and make, like, the Federation, like, kind of, like, the bad guys or, like, you know, more dubious people. Like, we saw that, like, in Thunderbolt and, like, you know, you feel like even even though, like, you might think the Federation pilot is cool, like, it seems like he's the bad guy almost. So, but, I mean... I, this is oh like this is okay, but it's not like anything like I would like point to as like a you know a brilliant work of art in the Gundam like franchise or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, like I guess just to to keep it as a positive start, like I I think the animation's really nice. I think the yes. music's really nice. I I think some of the the fight choreography is nice. Having said all that, like 
I not only agree with you, I, I feel like I almost want to take it a step further, and this will probably get me into trouble, but I don't care, because I'm, I'm fucking cancelled anyway, but, like, man, is, is, is not Arlette Almage, like, the, the Ray of Gundam? Like, like, why? Or, or Stargirl, or whoever? Like, what? Like, <laughs> these characters would have no weight if they were not standing on the backs of Char and Lala and like, I don't, I mean, it, you know, what's funny. You know how you, you said you had the reaction to it of like, is this my Gundam show? And you said, I don't know. Like, I think I almost, it, it's really strange. Like I watched this and when I first watched this, it was like, it was like, I was still in that grief stage of denial where I was like, they're not. They're not saying that this little girl used to work with Shar. Are they? This must. This must be some other captain. And I keep watching it, and I'm like, they keep saying she's working. I guess the captain's Shar, but no, no, no. I can't be sure. Like I kept saying, like it can't be. This is impossible. Like this can't happen. And I just kept saying no, no, no. And then by the time I finished it, I was like, wait, she got the Sazabi? And I'm like. And I haven't even seen Rise of Skywalker, but man, that that must be how people feel. Where it's like, are you fucking for real? You're telling me the the remnants of the fucking Death Star fell on a planet? Come on, give me a fucking break, right? Like, wasn't that supposed to be like atomized? Like, didn't it blow the fuck up? And like, people are sitting here trying to rationalize. Well, Amaro captured the. The escape pod of of Shar, but we never saw what happened to the Sazabi. And I'm like, I think we saw the fucking arm got ripped off. And like, for fuck's sake, like it, this this is this is I don't know, man. Like, it, like the like Sazabi if, was not in that good condition. Like even, at the end of Shar's counter. I mean, my my take on it is the Sazabi was long fucked. Like, but. But even if you want to argue, like, it still was, you know, I don't know, it, it landed on the part of the fucking asteroid and this and that and the other thing? Come on, man. It's like, it's practically in pristine fucking mint condition. I, I don't know, man. Th th like, th this kind of stuff, like, when I start thinking about it, it just drives me nuts. It's like, why does the JSA have to get killed for Stargirl to get over? Like, why why do they have to have this thing where... And you're telling me... See, this is me. I'm just... I, it's driving me nuts. You're telling me Quest fucking Pariah wouldn't have tried to curb stomp the shit out of Arlette Almage? Come on! Like, this is... This is ridiculous! Like, like, she was super jealous of anybody who came within wind of fucking... I don't know, man. This is just... I don't... It's just... This is like... I... I can sit there and say, okay, it's just some side thing and whatever, and, and try to enjoy it for what it's worth, like the animation, the music, the the fight sequences, and everything. But if I if I actually like pay attention to the the storyline, I um, I don't know. I, I I think it's it's more indicative of not just modern era Gundam, but like just modern era like I don't know popular entertainment you know like just the ridiculousness of it like just that 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 they they wanted to i mean you know and and i guess i'm i'm going off on all the things i don't like i mean 
you know, like, the, I, I think the moment where Danton says goodbye to Arlette and says he loves her as a father and all that stuff, like, there's... I mean, it's it's a little false. It's a, I mean, but it's it's well done, right? The music swells, and there's all this kind of emotion and stuff like that. And you know, you you have to be a little heartless if you're not like a little kind of touched by that or whatever. But like, I mean, it's like Mike said, it's a twenty-something minute show. Like, you can't get too connected to all the characters. And again, the the other thing too is the way that it's. I guess presented in in these three-minute shorts like I mean you probably have to one watch it a number of times to pick up on everything they're dropping down and then on top of that like this was based on what they call a light novel if anybody's interested they translated the light novel on Xeonic scanlations I don't know that's a lot of words for me so I didn't read any of that shit but it's translated. There's a manga, which is interesting because it's a little more straightforward. It doesn't look like it's been scanned. There's some raws, so I kind of like glanced at those and everything. I mean, there's a lot more detail in the manga. It looks like it takes its time a little more, but it's essentially the same story. I think there's less of those kind of vague flashbacks like I think if there is a flashback it's a little more solid where like if Char's talking you see him there and speak and you know what I mean like it's not it's not supposed to it, it, I don't think it's played up as mysterious like I think if if Char's around and they're having a flashback to Char during the Char's counterattack era let's say he's he's in the suit and the cape and 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 you know exactly what's what's going down, where it's not some weird vagary where you're like, dude, is this just more Lolicon bullshit for Char? Like, what what, what kind of creepy shit is going on here and all this other stuff? Quentin, I think, has a lot more backstory in the manga. Like, you get to see, like, his upbringing a little bit more. And he's actually got a brother named Walter, which, in a weird way, I was like, is this kind of like the Frost Brothers, but in the UC century? Like, I don't know. But, you know, th that was some of the stuff I was thinking of when I was sort of flipping through that. And I think after I flipped through that and, and sort of tried to, I don't know, maybe educate myself on, on some of that stuff, then I went back and watched it again with all that other stuff in mind. And it... It played a little better for me, but I still just don't like the idea of these these lead characters that try to get over on the humps of like these pre-established characters, you know? And and then of course, like I've never been a super big fan of well, I don't know, fan is the right word, but like I, I just always thought the concept of the T sphere was like super weird. Like that to me is is blue cupcakey. And I'm like, man, that cross, you know, it's like the fucking blue cupcake that wouldn't fucking die, right? Like it's like, you know, that just you know that and and is it blue cupcakes or is it is it kind of like the the cross of the Mary Sue or something? I don't know, but it's just like all right, whatever. So the cross, you know, lights up and gives her round of two power, and she gets to you know start her mobile suit up again, even though she's like dead in the water, you know. So I don't know. It's it's kind of 
overall, like, like it's one of those things where I, I think I had a really adverse reaction when I first watched it. I, I did watch it a second time, and it was less intense, but I think because I had, uh, you know, had a little time to stew with it, but I, I still don't, I don't know, like, it, it, this, this feels, if this was its own thing and didn't have anything to do with the Universal Century, maybe it'd just be kind of like a pointless distraction, but I, I always feel weird when they try to tie things together, and there's no... I don't know. The, the, these people have no cred. It's like they're just. It's it's kind of like this thing where it's like, did you know that? Um, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I can't even think. It, it's so ridiculous. It's like, did you know that Homer Simpson had a totally rad dog named Poochie? You know, and it's like what? Like you know, like I mean, they, these feel like like super duper Ray Poochie like whatevers, and I'm just kind of like, eh, this isn't. I don't know, man. This 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 isn't working for me. So, Ar Arlette had to go. <laughs> I yeah. had to go back to my dry cleaning business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This time, Poochie brought laundry. It's like, but I don't know. Well, what about you, Justin? Are you gonna throw eggs and tomatoes and tell me to f off, or like, what do you what do you think of this? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not gonna tell you to f off. Uh, I think I mostly agree with you. I think the animation is very, very nice in certain sequences. My two big problems are, I feel like the first 10 minutes, it's it's jumping around from period to time period way too much. It's very disorienting because I was going, okay, here is Arletta's little girl. She's meeting Char. I'm like, okay. And it's like, okay, well, here we are at a colony and we're having a battle. I'm like, okay, when is this? Is this in the one-year war? Is this current day? And then it's like, okay, here we are post-charge counterattack and we're doing some stuff and here we are on the Sasabi and I'm like wait is this when is all this taking place exactly it just it just felt like it was jumping around like way too quick it felt like you it, it would be like if you had like 12 Gundam channels and you were just flipping through them randomly with your remote control I'm like wait a minute what's going on now okay we're in the one year war okay now we're like pre one year war and you know Char's meeting this chick and here's Lala and they're talking about like raising these kids and disposing of them and blah 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 but then once it finally like once they finally like got to the Sasabi and everything I was like okay and then the other thing it's like I feel like most of the information you gave in your synopsis is not conveyed in this uh I don't know, episode ONA or whatever, like the name of the Gundam pilot and his Gundam, like was that ever said or seen on screen? Because I don't remember that I at all. I don't think so. I, I think they made it like, I think that's the problem with this is this was, this was super vague. Mm -hmm. Like, like, like the, they, they played all that up as mysterious. Like if you were, if if you were synopsizing the actual like the, this anime, it'd be like a mysterious Gundam and a mm -hmm. mysterious pilot show up, and it's a mystery why he's attacking, <laughs> and it's just like what? what? I mean, you you know what took me like like the thing that took me a minute to wrap my head around was they keep saying Captain Captain Captain, and I was in such denial, right? Like I was thinking. Is the captain really the guy that hired them in the laundromat? And then to realize that the laundromat guy that comes in is from the Earth Federation, you're like, oh, so even though they were Neo Zeon, somehow they started a new life 
and then they were it, it's like you know Ripley getting called up because she has experience with aliens it's like oh well shit you you know about Axis you're like you were fucking there like come come with us and we can figure this shit out and 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 come help us take a look at this you know this chunk of asteroid that's like fucking floating around or whatever and I get that but it's like I don't think I really got that on this initial viewing because like you're saying the 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 pace it's like it's very frenetic and it's also like it, it's not easily digestible and I, I think also too like like can you imagine like like because I think the only one of, uh, of the three of us that even tried to watch it in, in its original release form was Mike and it's like can you imagine having to watch like this shit three minutes at a time and no 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 trying no. to digest it and figure <laughs> yeah. out what the fuck it meant and all this other like i don't i don't know like like th this is one of those things where i felt like i needed to like just quickly look over the scans and read a bunch of like articles and things just so i could like digest exactly what it meant and and i'm not saying like i'm a dummy but it's like one of those things where i was in heavy denial when i was watching it because i was like this can't possibly be about a little girl who hung out with Char back in the day. I'm like, are you kidding? And I, I mean, I seriously feel strongly about that, where I'm like, you're telling me that Quest Pariah wouldn't have fucking lost her goddamn shit if she saw that little girl, like, running around? Like, I, I don't, I don't buy that for a minute. And, like, some of that stuff, I don't know, man, like, maybe I'm just too ingrained in the, uh, the, the, uh, the lolicon jokes at Char's expense, but some of the stuff in this felt like really like, like the positioning of like the flashbacks and characters, like so, some of that felt like, you know, and this is not me trying to be all, you know, uh, sanctimonious or whatever, but it, I, I felt a little uncomfortable, you know, <laughs> like I was just kind of like, wait, what? Like, why? Why is she in, like, like that, that first scene where she's with Danton, like, and she's the little girl, and she's like, Hey, uh, the, ca the captain picked me, because I'm the best engineer, and I'm fucking, like, eight years old, and I'm in my fucking Daisy Dukes, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what is this shit? Like, I don't know. It felt really, uh, to me, uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't care for the whole, like, you know, this character is important because they're linked to this character kind yeah. of thing. Like, like this. And look, I, I think I had this similar reaction to you where I'm like, they can't be talking about Char, can they? Like, what are these? Like, like I almost thought it was some kind of bluff or something like yeah. where it's kind of like, she can't possibly know Char. Like, this is some kind of like new type thing. Like, yeah. she's somehow like, you know, like, would it be better if like, they were like salvaging like the wreck of the Sasabi and she like, you know, since Char piloted it, she like had some weird new type connection to like the psycho frame in it or whatever. And she, you know, she saw these like visions or whatever of Char and Lala or whatever, like, and she really never met him or whatever. Yeah, like, you do, I, I would mean, that be? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was expecting some, something other than that. Cause I, I kept, I kept resisting it and rejecting it, but it just, the, the more you watch it and then the more you read up on it, you're like, oh, shit, that, that was the Sazabi, that was the... Like, the Sazabi surviving bothers me, too. Like, 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 uh, it's, 
it's like it's like watching like Alien Three or something, you know? Like it's like I don't know, like it's just like or 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 and forgive me, Justin, or like fucking Ghostbusters Two, you know? Like that is just it's one of those things where you're just like ah, this doesn't this was not a good idea, bro. Like this doesn't really work, you know? Like I mean, I get what they're going for, but I don't I don't know, man. Like that just. It, well, in order, all over like, wrong, you know? what ha- like here's here's well here's like the history as I know it like like the new Gundam like beats the shit out of the Sasabi and like you know Char gets ejected out of the like escape pod and the Sasabi's wreckage like is on Axis, then Axis goes into like you know planetary fall, Amuro manages to like pull it away from that so it like you know it doesn't fall on the Earth. So you mean to tell me like the Sasabi's wreckage was still like on Axis even after that all that like it didn't like get sucked up into the Earth's yeah. atmosphere or like I, and I then like know. like when they first show it it's like in perfect condition which it clearly was not like when you know the new Gundam punched the shit out of it so and then and then it's supposed to be like uh, what is what. what uh, Char's counterattack is what, like ninety three? Is that right? I'm, I'm trying to remember yes. the dates, right? And I, then, I think so. Yeah. And then this is supposed oh, to be ninety three. Yeah. And this is supposed to be after Unicorn, so it's it's been out there for what, like four or five fucking years? Come yeah, on. Yeah, no one, no one, sal- no one explored Axis and like salvaged any of that shit since <sighs> then. Like, I yeah, I don't know. There, there's just too much. Too much for but that. Like, to, it's, to, it's like to make fan wank over. It's it's like fan wank overload. It's like if if like you know Arlette had a flashback and it was Char and he was like, like oh I gotta go help like Lala launch. But here like meet my best bros like Gato and Bernie. Like here we are. Like when they're they're all like there. Like, <laughs> they can never mind. I'm gonna say something awful, but anyway, never mind. You can service all their ships. Um, I was just about to say, say it. You can edit it out. (laughs) It's just like Jesus Christ. I don't know. It's just, it's just really bad. What if instead of like the Sasabi, what if they found like a door on Axis and they open the door and it's full of like Char's old helmets and masks? Would you feel better about that? About that? (laughs) A door? (laughs) Like like a Twilight Zone door where it's like a portal? What? Yep, it's just a door. It's like Char has like a Darth Vader like egg chamber full of his masks or something. Yeah. I don't know if 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 Man Bun started wearing a, a random mask for no reason and then broke it and then put it back together again, I'd I'd have a case, right? But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like we like I had I didn't like I know I had watched it before because that's why like I I said like hey we should watch this but like I didn't remember like it really like it like I probably watched it in full like maybe a year two years ago at max and like I was kind of like yeah I kind of vaguely remember this like I didn't like that's why I was like I had a vague feeling of like oh yeah it was it was okay for what it was I guess right, but, right. Like the more you talk about it, Derek, the more like you know what? Yeah, it wasn't. You know, like I, that kind of does bother me too. Like I just didn't think I, about it too hard. I, I I think it's one of those things. Like if you don't think about it and you just like look at the pretty animation and enjoy the fight and everything and like just kind of you know enjoy the music. Like I, I guess it's fine. You know, like like I mean, wasn't the whole idea it was supposed to be like three minute like like fan online? Like wasn't it supposed to be part of some 
some fan thing where like only people that were signed up could see it first at first or something like like I don't know it just it it, it does kind of have that like look we we made this and this 26 minute animation just for you guys like and I, I suppose if you were maybe if you were caught up in that like like you you would have some some weird sense of euphoria and 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 also be able to ignore like the 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 blanket kind of inconsistency with I don't know and and it's not like I I, I think like it, it it depends on your level of of care or your your level of of uh, uh, the 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 way you you see whatever movies in the franchise like 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 to me like like I've never seen a Bayformers movie in my life but if there was some you know 26 minute well animated well uh, orchestrated you know uh, a fanfic thing that was super cool that I don't know that say Gendy Tartakovsky made right and it was three minute intervals and it was the super cool Gendy Tartakovsky Bayformers Transformers thing and I saw it and was like hey that was pretty fucking good and then you came on and told me wow this doesn't fit with the Bayformers and you gave me all these like point by point reasons well since I give two shits about those movies it wouldn't affect me all that much but since I kind of do give it's like I, I still think Char's Counter-Attack is a weird movie but like it means something to me like to me it's it's important you know, like, so, because I, I I give it that weight of importance, it's like, this is, is trying to, I don't know, like, like, you know, dare I say, subvert my expectations of, of things in the previous, I don't know, it just, it just seems like it's trying to, to, to say things happen that, that couldn't possibly have happened, or at least, you know, just, you know, yeah, it's that whole Poochie effect. It's like, you mean, you, or, it, 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 it's like the Dawn effect, you know? It's like, you mean Buffy had a little sister this whole time? Like, what? Like, okay. And there's no, like, you know, oh, there's a magic explanation of why our let homage, you know, was, was there the whole time. Like, nope, it's just, they're trying to say, like, like, dude, Hero Yui, his Gundam always had feathery wings. You know, it's always been that way, bro. And then you're like, eh, no, not really, you know? Justin, did you see any, like, designs in this that you would like as a model? No, not really. <laughs> no, not really. I've always liked uh, the, what's it called, the Barlant? Like, the, the thing, like, that rescues the Gundam in early on, like... It shows up in Unicorn, too. Like, it's a... I think it's, like, a Titan suit that they repurposed for the Federation. Like, I've always liked that design. But, like, it, and they probably included it in this because that scene in Unicorn where, it like, you know, it fights off all those, like, Xeon Remnant suits is, like, pretty cool. But other than that, yeah, like, the Gundam itself was kind of generic-looking. And, like... I, I almost our, thought, you know, you know, that since you bring that up, like... You know how you said the Federation seems to be played up as the villain and the the Xeon seems to be romanticized? Like, I almost felt like in watching this, like the way the, the Gundam kind of hunched over and the way it kind of menacingly went through, like, the Axis, you know, like, like through the Axis 
asteroid where it went through like the old uh, colonies that were all you know all the buildings and everything. Like I, I just got this weird feeling like it was like watching like Gundam Godzilla or something. You know, like like that it was this nefarious thing. And I don't think I've ever. I can't remember a time, I mean, other than maybe like a Psycho Gundam or something like that, but I can't remember a time where I looked at a uh, just a plain, you know, kind of Gundam suit and thought, oh man, that looks like a monster. And I, I almost felt like in this, it kind of, they were, they were trying to paint it like it was a monster, you know? Like, I, I don't know, I just, that, that was something that occurred to me when you're talking about the, 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 the mobile suits and everything. Mike, are any of these suits available in Maxi Zoom Dweeby? <laughs> Not yet, I don't think. I mean, uh, uh, other than the Sazabi, obviously, but mm, right. No, yeah, I don't think any of these specific ones, like that mobile armor that like Arlet pilots at the end, is is supposed to be an upgraded version of the suit, the mobile armor that Quest's pilots and Char's counterattack, but. But but it's it, of course it's colored red and looks all like cool and sleek because Arlette's so super cool and whatever. But she's the greatest. Yeah. See, like that that would be if Quest was still alive, she'd probably go berserk over that. Like that, that's what I'm like, saying. Only, like yeah. like Quest would curb stomp the fuck out of this chick. She would. She absolutely would. This does. This, it's weird. This got me thinking. Like, this makes me appreciate narrative a little bit more. Like, like, and me and Derek like talked about narrative, and like, you know, we talked about, oh yeah, crazy new type magic ghosts and whatever. But like, at the very least, like the main characters of narrative, like I feel like they're their own characters, and they mm -hmm. have like, you know, like you know, and Benajer shows up at the very end, but it's not like you know. What's his name? Yona was like Benajer's secret best friend or whatever. Right, right, like, right. It's no, like it's Benajer like... had me in his hip pocket the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. It's like, I was in I was in the overhead compartment of the Unicorn Gundam. It's like, in the last episode, Benajer gets out and, like, the overhead compartment opens up and Yona falls out. He's like, I was in there the whole time. <laughs> Uh, that's good. And it's funny because, like, in narrative, it's like if you want to, like, say, like, Rita is like the Mary Sue girl. She's like already dead when narrative starts. So it's like, and Yona has to, like, you know, borrow her power and whatever. But, but yeah, like, I, I don't know, like this whole, like, this whole era, like, like post unicorn, post Char's counterattack is like. Like, they want to do a lot more stuff, but it's kind of hard, like, sometimes, just because, you know, this, I, I don't know, like, Char's counterattack was supposed to be the end of the end of the end of the, like, epic end, and then you had Unicorn, and they were like, oh, well, there's that, and then, you know, then it, like, you could just say, okay, well, that's the end of that era, and then you skip forward, you know, what, 50 years, and it's F9-1. Well, that's, it, it, that's another thing I was wondering about, is what... What colony are they on that they're doing laundry on? Laundry colony? Well, I guess the reason why I ask is, and the, this'll, this'll, well, at least in my head canon, you know what happens to those two? They're, they're on the they same They die same... when the Frostbone Vanguard yes. comes? Yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> so it's like uh, the the cast of uh, 0083 that I hate. They all died. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They all became Titans, and the Aug killed them. Yes. So yes. and Danton died when the Crossbone Vanguard. That's came. that's that's my head cannon. I I don't know. I don't I don't have enough uh, documentation to prove myself right. But for now, that's uh, that's what I'm sticking to. But I mean now. We've also got uh, Hathaway's Flash coming out. Like, yeah. who knows? Delays. So, like, well, that's the next like, like signpost, I guess. And well, history, it, but and that's a little different because that was written in in uh, another time, right? Like, like Hathaway's Flash, like, is that not. Predates Twitter, yeah, so, that's yeah. It, it's not. It's not like it was written in 2017 in a light novel. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I, th I think that's going to be a little different, you know? And, you know, Hathaway, like, already has, like, inherited, like, you know, sort of, like, aura. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I'd say fan aura, but he's, you know, he's bright sun, so. Yeah, but, well, I mean, but that, that's, that's a little different. It's not like, you know. It's a logical it, extension. It's it, not like, it's a, not like, there was like, this girl you've never met before. It's yeah. a new show. Yeah, I mean it, that that's that's a little more it's a natural legacy, not not an artificial one that's like forced up somebody's hoo-ha, you know? Like it's, it's just it it you know, somebody's son, they were in other pieces and they were not the main character and now here he is as an adult like he, he's going to have his own tale to tell, you know, his own tale of fucking miserable sorrow, like all these poor bastards in Gundam, you know, like, so that's, I don't know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Maybe Hathaway, like, maybe Ghost Quest has to, like, you know, contact Hathaway and be like, go kill that Arlette bitch, like, wherever she is. Like... No, she's just gonna be like Nelson, she's just, when, when the Crossbone Vanguard murder both of them, she's gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the captain like now, bitch? <laughs> Fantastic. Yay. But yeah, what like is... I, I thought this would be interesting. Because yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, I, like I, I wanted to rewatch it because I don't like it was very forgettable the first time I watched it. So I think I think without without auxiliary or ancillary materials like it, it must be incredibly hard to digest and then and then it's i can understand like because of the pace and everything and the way the information or or the the lack of information that's conveyed to you you know like how are you supposed to you know i mean what is there to remember other than two nobodies you never knew before apparently new char and lala and then they come back to access and find a pristine fucking min condition Sazabi and then uh, uh, get into a fight with some guy in a Gundam who's a, you know, a, uh, what do you call it, a cyber new type. And the only reason why he doesn't fucking kill them both is because he somehow realizes that she was a cyber new type. Which again, is another one of those things that um, is a little questionable, you know, like the, the timing of all that, you know? So, I don't know. But yeah. Indeed. Alright, well, I, I think I think that does it for this episode of Mobile Suit Mondays. If you have any other concerns or questions, uh, I know I have concerns. I may email 
us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com to express my concerns over all this lollycon char bullshit, fucking char pillows, and all this kind of crazy fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to do it, so if you're, you have concerns, feel free, email fanholespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes on Mobile Suit Mondays, you can check them out over on fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. We're on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares that we receive, retweets. So until the next time, oh yeah, and we're on uh, Stitcher Radio. We can be streamed there. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify and Google Play. So yeah, until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC. Uh, I don't want you flying into battle with that man bun on your head. I'm going to have to ask you to not fly into battle. Signing off. Hey, it's Mike signing off. It was the man bun that made him not able to shoot people. <laughs> and this is Shar Senpai signing off. Tears are falling.
Charles Senpai, so cool. So cool. So cool. Everybody loves Char. Wouldn't it be great if she, like, instead Arlette was like, like, the greatest Sion hero was Johnny Ryden. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no I, one I remembers would, him, but I do. I, 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 that would be more believable that she was, like, Johnny Ryden's, like, lolicon mechanic. Like, she was, like, the poor... The poor man Char's the poor man's quest pariah or something. Like if they had a gunpla battle, you know, it'd be like they'd be rivals. It'd be like Johnny Ryden and Char would have a gunpla battle, and then Quest and Arlette. Is she like what? It's like I feel like she should be like a fucking egg or something. Arlette homage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Omelette du fromage. That's all you can say. <laughs> 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 <laughs>